podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. On a Thursday on which England are playing, but nobody really cares because, you know, Scouts not English, Irish not English, and all the rest of that good stuff. Um, I have been inspired, though, by Stephen Smith today. Uh, Yesterday, he had an article up on AnfieldIndex.com about the Italian squad and players from the Italian squad that could potentially be worthwhile for Liverpool to look at. So today... I'm going to steal his idea and I'm going to go through a bunch of European countries and uh, their current national squads and any players that might realistically be options for us. So, for example, we'll do France. We won't do Mbappe because it's not a realistic thing. And then tomorrow, because we're going to be struggling for content, we will do South America. Uh, So let's start with the Germans. We don't need a starting goalkeeper, so you'd rule out Ter Stegen. Leno won't want to be a backup. But Kevin Trapp as a backup could be interesting if he was interested in that type of move to try and, you know, win a few more medals before the end of his career. Uh, Looking at their current group of defenders, Matthias Ginter would be a no. Tilo Carrer would be a no. David Rahm wouldn't be a bad Backup challenger for Robble. Schlotterbeck only moved last summer. We are looking apparently for a left-footed centre-back. So he could be a decent fit, but he'd be very expensive. Christian Gunter would be a no. Malik Tall would be very interesting. He does fit the profile of a Liverpool centre-back. He's 6'4". He's quick. He's very good on the ball. He's versatile as well, can play holding midfield and right back. He is someone we've been linked with in the past. He's definitely someone that I would have interest in us looking at moving forward. As is Joshua Wagnermann, the young centre-back from Stuttgart. 6'3", again, he's pretty quick, he's decent on the ball. Stuttgart potentially could go down this season. So that could be an interesting one um, because they might have to sell some players to make up for the financial losses involved in a relegation. He's had a couple of little niggly injuries this year. He had an ankle that kept him out for a little while. But at 22, you'd hope he can overcome those. Uh, One player who's not in the current squad that would definitely be of interest is Armel Belakotchup. And in... 
Bella Kotchup, Tiol and uh, Wagnerman. Germany do have three. Actually, and you can include Schlotterbeck, who's only 23. Germany do have four really promising young centre-backs that could potentially be their core group for the long term. Uh, in midfield, we'd love Joshua Kimmich. It's not realistic. Uh, how Mario Gotze continues to get called up is a mystery. Leon Goretzka would be a no injuries, he's fallen off a bit. He was a tremendous player a couple of years ago. He's never quite been the same since Thiago left. Um, I, I would always love to have Emre back, but that's just me. Kai Havertz, it's not realistic because he's at Chelsea and he's got multiple years on his contract. The reason Mount is realistic is because he's got one year left. The reason someone like Levi Colwell might be realistic is because he doesn't seem to have a real path at Chelsea, but Kim uh, the Havertz obviously is a, a core part of what they're doing there. Florian Verts is the real the real gem of this German squad, this German squad, because Musiala is out. Musiala wouldn't be realistic anyway. But Florian Verts could very well be. <clears throat> obviously plays for Bayer Leverkusen. He's come back from an ACL tear and looks like he's never been away. He is an outrageously good footballer, and he is definitely somebody I'd love us to keep an eye on. Uh, Felix Nemecha, formerly of Manchester City, talented player, but I don't think he's quite the level we're looking for. Of their forward players, Kevin Shade would have been the interesting one, but Brentford have him on a loan with an obligation to buy. Werner, Fulcrug, Barisha, don't move the needle. Nabry. 27, injury prone. He's fallen off. He wouldn't be. For me, looking at the rest of the players that have been called up in the last 12 months, Adiemi's interesting. Makoko's very interesting. I love Leroy Sane, but I think if we're looking at the current squad, Trap, if he would accept to be a backup, would be good. Schlotterbeck, Tio, Wagnerman, Florian Wirtz. They'd be the ones. Uh, and, and Shade in a couple of years, maybe, if he sparks at Brentford and ups the levels. Uh, moving on to Spain. None of the goalkeepers interest me. Um, David Rea, I think, would be a good backup for us, but he's overrated and he will definitely get a move to a, a bigger club. Not bigger than us, but bigger than Brentford where he'll be a starter. Uh, I don't think Robert Sanchez is much good, and we definitely don't want Kepa. Defensively, I mean, Pedro Porro would have been a really good get if we were moving Trent into midfield, but obviously he's gone to Spurs. Alejandro Balde, I think, is going to be a really special left-back, but there's pretty much a zero chance Barca let him go. In midfield, Rodri is an obvious one, but it's unrealistic. I'd still take Fabian Ruiz. I'd still take him. If we were buying the four midfielders we need, I would definitely take him as one who could either be, you know, the left-sided starter or one of a five-man group with Thiago put in with those four starters uh, who could play regularly. He's a very good player. Zubimendi, I do like. He's a quality player. And he could start for us as a number six. Gavi... Probably not realistic, but with his contract situation where he's basically now back on a youth team contract, 
will be interesting to see if Barca are paying him as a youth team player or as a senior player. But technically, he's on a free this summer. And it would be worth throwing an enormous bag of money at him and seeing what happens. Uh, in attack, Nico Williams, the young attacker from Athletic Bilbao, definitely one that is worth consideration. Uh, Jeremy Pino, also worth consideration. Two lightning quick wingers. I do like Danny Olmo. I think he's a quality player. Um, I love Villarzabal, but he's had some injuries and I, I don't think he's quite come back at the same level yet. So we might hold off on him. Uh, we'll ignore the rest of the players that were called up in the last 12 months. We'll just stick to the current squads moving forward. We'll go next to France. None of the goalkeepers really make a whole bunch of sense for us. I am amused that Bryce Samba is in the squad because he, he's just, he's not very good. Um, Alex DeSassi as a third or fourth centre-back would be a really good guess. Jean-Claire Tadibo has been outstanding since going to Nice, has finally settled in one place and shown the player a lot of people thought he would be. So he'd be of interest as well. Very much fits the the model of a Liverpool centre-back. Theo Hernandez, I would take as our starting left-back, without a shadow of a doubt. In midfield, Kefren Turam makes loads and loads of sense for us. He really, really does make a lot of sense for us. Stylistically, he fits. Profile-wise, he fits. Huge potential. At 21, he's only really 22 in a couple of days. He's only really starting to find his feet. He is going to be a monster. If Real ever got silly, you'd jump all over Camavinga without question. Um, Yusuf Fafana, again, like with Fabian Ruiz, if he was to be, say, the fourth or fifth midfielder in a five-man core rotation that played the majority of games... Yeah, he'd work. I, I don't know about him as a starter, but he is a good player. I'd pass on Rabio because there's just there's too much off field stuff. He's too moody. We'll just pass on him. Um in terms of the forwards, Musa Diaby would be really interesting. He's a really exciting player. Colo Muani is is a good striker without question, but the price that's been thrown around for him are ludicrous. Um what about England then? None of the defenders. Mark Wehi's the one I would like, but he's too short to be a Liverpool centre-back. Uh, Jude is the only midfielder uh, worthy of the name in attack. I mean, I love Saka. I love Foden. They're not realistic. Madison could be interesting. He's more of a midfielder, obviously, than an attacker. I'm not sure why he's listed as an attacker, but he would be interesting. And I love Ivan Tony, And I do think he could play Ivan Tony and Darwin together in a two, if you wanted to play Mo on the right and Diaz on the left. But again, not likely to be something we'll do. We'll check on the Republic of Ireland. Uh, Gavin Bassoon is an excellent young goalkeeper, but he's not going to go back to being a backup. Nathan Collins, I think, is underrated. I'm staggered by the decision Lopetegui has taken at Wolves to drop him in favour of an absolute yard dog in Craig Dawson. 21, big potential. 
he wouldn't be a bad fourth centre back, third centre back for us. Um, Andrew Omabamadali as a project is another one I think we could do well to look at. I really like Jason Knight. I don't know how good he's going to be. He definitely, he's far too good for League One. And last season he stood out in the championship. He He's definitely a Premier League caliber player. I don't think he's a Liverpool caliber player though. And the next and final one then will be Evan Ferguson, who would be, I think, a great signing. But I think it's very unlikely that Brighton will sell him anytime soon. Um, but a huge, huge talent. On to the Welsh. Jordan James at Birmingham is interesting. Luke Harris at Fulham is a really talented player, but Fulham might report us for bullying if we take another one of the young players. That's it for our friends in Wales. Uh, on to the Scottish. <clears throat> Amazingly, they have three goalkeepers in their squad. All of them are 27 and up. None of them have any caps. Uh, we already have Robbo, so we don't need to buy him again. Um, I think Patterson at Everton is a good player, but... You know, we already have a young Scottish right back in Calvin Ramsey. I do very much like Aaron Hickey, and I would have liked us to sign him last summer. I would have moved Costas and brought him in. Can cover both fullback spots. I think has the potential to be a starting caliber left back for a club like ours. Scotland are in a really good position with fullbacks. They've got Robbo, Tierney, and Hickey. Well, Robbo and Tierney as left backs. Patterson and Ramsey as right backs and Hickey who can do both. So that's easily the strongest area of their squad. Uh, None of their midfielders would be of any interest. None of their forwards would be of any interest. What about Serbia? Uh, Rajkovic at Mallorca would definitely be high on my list of backups for Ali. Stylistically, he's a good fit. Um, Nikola Milinkovic of Fiorentina. I don't know how he's still at Fiorentina. He could be of interest to us. The right height, he's very quick. Could be of interest as a fourth centre-back. Um, Pavlovic of Red Bull Salzburg, I would imagine, is on our list. Huge, aggressive, a little bit too aggressive at times. He'd definitely be somebody worth having a look at. Uh, Who else do they have in their squad? Milinkovic Savage, I love, but he's 28 now and the ship has probably sailed on us ever considering him again. uh, Ivan Illich is really interesting, plays for Torino now. He's someone I wouldn't be against us looking at. I do like Vlahovic, but he's in an awful run of form at the moment, so... No real point there. Uh, on to Croatia. Gerbic as a backup goalkeeper. Yeah, I could definitely see see logic there. Uh, defensively, Gvardiol is the obvious one. He's the obvious one in the squad. Josip Stanisic is not a bad player. He can play pretty much anywhere in defense. Be a good utility player. Uh, I do like Kovacic, but he'll be 29 soon. 
Vlasic hasn't worked in the Premier League. Lovro Meyer, I would take in a heartbeat. He's a, a genius passer of the ball. And none of the attackers would really uh, catch the eye for me anyway. Maybe for others, but not for me. Um, we'll pick a couple of others here. We'll do Austria. We'll do the Czech Republic. We'll do the Hungarians. The Netherlands. Poland. Ukraine. Switzerland and Sweden. Don't think there's anybody. Oh, we'll do the Russians for the crack, but doesn't. Don't think there's anybody really there that's going to catch the eye too much. Um, the Austrians. Kevin Danzo could be an interesting fourth centre-back. He's actually very good. He's developed into a very good centre-back in the last couple of years. He's really aggressive. He's also a homegrown player, so that would help. Um, he came through the academy at MK Dons. So, yeah, I, I would be interested in him. Um, who else? None of the other defenders. Patrick Vimmer's interesting plays for Wolfsburg. Christoph Baumgartner has been linked to us a couple of times. Again, if like with some others, if he's like the fifth midfielder in a in a core group, I think he'd be a good get. And he would be affordable. Uh Junior Adamu of Salzburg's another interesting player, but probably not quite ready for the step up. Uh with the Czechs. struggling with this group um, Matthijs Jurasic I haven't seen enough of I've seen him twice he looks talented Adam Hlasic is one I really do like but he does seem to have just plateaued a little bit there's definitely huge talent there um, Patrick Schick is, is a really good player but we have no no need for him at the moment That's probably it then. It's probably just Adam Hlasic, to be honest. There doesn't really seem to be anybody else who would make sense for us in that squad. Adam Karabach is another really talented young Czech player, but like Klausik, he seems to have plateaued a little bit. Uh, the Hungarians, the obvious one <clears throat> will be Dominic Zaboslai. He is fantastic. The other one I do like is Milos Korkis, the young left back who plays for Azel Alkmaar. He's definitely one worth a look. Um, for a long-term fit. Attila Zalai is someone that's been linked to a lot of Premier League clubs over the years. He's been at Fenerbahce now since 2021. It's surprising that he's still there. He's now 25. I don't think he's going to be one for us, but he's somebody that probably ends up... um, in the Premier League at some point. 
Andras Nemeth is a talented young forward that they've got. Plays for uh, Hamburg. We had a Nemeth before, Christian Nemeth, and he didn't work out. But this kid is this kid is very talented. He's born in South Africa, but um, decided to play for uh, the the nation of his father. Uh, moving on to the Dutch, Jasper Sillison as a backup, who's very experienced, could be okay, but you'd want to be getting him on a free. Bart Verbruggen, who we've been linked with in the last couple of days, is a sensationally talented goalkeeper. Um, he he might well be be the one to go and get uh, in terms of you know a backup slash potential successor to Ali down the line. I love Jurian Timber, but he'd have to play right back for us with Trent moving into midfield. Delict. He's not as he's not as good now as he was at eighteen. That's all I can really say about him. Um, there's nobody else here in defence that interests me. I love Botman, but it's not realistic. I would take Ginny Wijnaldum back this summer on loan, without question. I would take him back on loan. I wouldn't need to think twice about it. I like Kenneth Taylor from Ajax. He might be worth a look again, one to develop and, and bring through. Javi Simmons is super talented, um, but I don't know about the fit. Uh, in terms of the Fords, no, we'll just leave them there. Uh, we'll do Poland. None of the I do like Drakowski, the goalkeeper. Uh, if he was willing to be a backup to Ali, that would work. Um, Jakob Kiwar is a good centre back, but Arsenal bought him in January. Carbonic's a decent left back. He's owned by Brighton. They've got Matty Cash. They've got Bednarak in that squad. Zielinski, no. Kasper Kozlowski's definitely one to keep an eye on. We've looked at him in the past before he went to Brighton. He's now on loan at uh, Vietas Arnhem. He's definitely one to keep an eye on. None of the forwards would be of interest. Um, Andre Lunen is a sensationally talented goalkeeper, but he's Real Madrid's backup and he's going to want to go and be first choice somewhere. None of this group of defenders would be of interest. Mm. Sudikov, the midfielder from Shakhtar, is interesting, but that's probably about it. Mudrik obviously is the star name in, in terms of midfielders and attackers, but he's uh, he's a way off Chelsea. Mudrik is the type of player we would have probably looked at a few years ago because he does fit the bill as a Liverpool wide forward with that explosiveness. But the way the market has changed, it that's just silly. Um, the Swiss... None of the goalkeepers. Jan Sommer would have been interesting as an alley backup, but he's gone to Bayern. Uh, none of the defenders are interesting. None of the midfielders are interesting. Noah Okafor is, is talented, um, but he hasn't really done enough for me with Red Bull. Like, he he should be scoring 18 
to 22 goals a season in that league at this point in year four with Salzburg. And it just hasn't happened for me. He got 14 last year. I think he is 10 this season. I'd need to see more from him. Uh, Sweden. None of the goalkeepers. Awful, awful group. Uh, Defensively. No. Midfield wise. Definitely not. Uh, in attack, I love Kulisevsky, but you know he's at Spurs, and I like Isak, but he's gone to Tune. So they'd all be no's. And then lastly, we'll do the Russians. Uh, Safanov, I do like the the goalkeeper. Um, he was due to be at a contract this summer. I'm assuming he has signed an extension. He has. He signed an extension of 2026. He's he's very very good. I I reckon he's going to be number one for them for a long long time. Uh, Daniel Denisov, don't know. He's at Spartak. None of this midfield group. Oh, that's the kid, Arsen Zakarian, the kid from Dynamo Moscow. He is one to keep an eye on. He's really really talented. So do keep an eye on him. And who else do we have here? Oh, Pinyev from um, Lokomotiv Moscow. He can play both wings. He's a little bit small. He's probably too small for us. But uh, he he's quite exciting. But Zakarian is the, is the one to watch in terms of young Russian players. Chelsea tried to sign him. Not last, was it last summer or summer before? Could have been last summer. But yeah, keep an eye on him. Uh, he's he's really good. And uh, there's plenty of stuff on Liverpool.com and this is Anfield to sink your teeth into. On Anfieldindex.com, uh, Stephen Smith has two p- pieces up. One, Klopp must be barred from the recruitment process. He's not talking about the recruitment of players, although he shouldn't have as much say in that potentially as he does. But in terms of the recruitment of other staff members, such as the sporting director, Jürgen shouldn't be involved in that. Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold and a lacklustre attitude. That is the other piece that Stephen is up. Check that out. And then podcast-wise, there is that transfer pod with Trev and Dave Davis. And there is a scouted about Jude Bellingham. It was recorded on Monday when the Jude news had come out from Ornstein. We also looked at the defence and what we thought Liverpool need to do over the next couple of windows. It's quite a bit. So, uh, yeah, get into that one. And there's more to come. There's another scout had recorded that will be out in a couple of days. And there's other bits and bobs on the way as well. If you are an Anfield Index Pro subscriber and you're not part of the Discord... Join the Discord group and look for the most recent announcement by Eddie. It might be something that is of interest to people who are potentially looking to go to to more games. So that's all I'd say. Uh, and I'll see you tomorrow. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. 
there's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.